Welcome to On The Go Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Sabiaga, guys. Welcome to our post-college section for August's issue, where we discuss and invite folks that have experiences outside of college. So we want to figure out what they're doing during college, outside of college and what kind of careers and how they got there. So I want to introduce you guys to my new co-host, for this section who will help me facilitate and interview guests that we have. So I have here Jorge Rios. He is a counselor for a community college. Yes, community college, yes. Yes, so uh, how are you today, bro? I'm doing well. Um, you know, I'm hanging in here uh, mm-hmm. during these times, but I'm, I'm really happy to be here. I'm grateful for this opportunity to share, share this important information that new college students need to hear about or maybe future students um, yes. who want to get into college. Yes, I'm grateful for having you and taking that invite, bro. I'm looking forward to see what kind of uh, guests that we have. What, what exactly do you do right now? Yeah, so uh, again, thank you, Charles. My name is Jorge Rios. Uh, currently right now, I'm a counselor. So I work at local community colleges around the Southern California. I work currently at Rio Hondo and Long Beach City College, and I'll be teaching a class at ELAC um, this upcoming fall semester. So I work with students, first year students, um, students returning to college, students um, with disabilities, on, uh, students who, who are formerly incarcerated. That's kind of my specialties that, that I, I work with. And that's kind of things I do is prepare students for college and help them as soon as they graduate, have, have a goal, have a career that's gonna help them move where they wanna go and whatever goal they wanna um, achieve. So that's kind of me. I, I see myself as someone who supports and helps these students transition into their their careers and and that's awesome and as you can see i i this is why i selected jorge to be part of this uh, section because he already works in that field and he's already passionate about it you gotta get fine people so we just interviewed our first guest uh chris vasquez he's also my graphic designer who is uh the head of sales and marketing department we got the chance to interview him um for anybody listening you know, um, Jorge and I got some chance to hear his stories. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was really great interviewing Chris. Um, the listeners are definitely going to really enjoy this this video because you really get to see the different a different perspective as far as someone who's been in graduated right post college, but you also get to see how things aren't always a straight line or things aren't always as they seem. College and your life is very dynamic and it changes. And um, you know, Chris really helped demonstrate how things can change in college, your experiences, but taking advantage of it, whether you're networking, whether you're connecting with professors, whether you're taking classes that are in your interest, but utilizing all of that together to really um, make a package for yourself. So once you graduated, once you're out, you know where you gotta go. And Chris really outlines that for you and utilizing his his strengths and his skills um, to really share with all you all. So I really look forward to you all you know, checking this video out. And it was really great um, having this opportunity that Charles, you know, is providing uh, to interview someone who has a career and, and, and is established. He is also the graphic designer who helped me design for On The Go Voice. I'm very excited to have him here. He works with a company called Pablo, which is a transportation uh, company and the mm-hmm. head of uh, sales and marketing department, right? Or um, did I, was it VP? Correct. We're called uh, Pablito. For now, Pablito. there we go. Um, Sorry about that. Going through a lot of changes, though, so that, that might change in the future. Okay, cool, man. Well, welcome in. How are you today? I'm doing well. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm really glad to be on and, uh, you know, share some of my experiences. Um, hopefully, for anybody listening, it, it might be helpful. So, yeah, excited I to be here. It will be, especially with your experience, you know. So, to get this a little started, bro, just real quick, we're just going to do a little bit of background about you. Um, just let's just in, start with the introduction about you, who you are and where you're from originally and actually where you're tuning in right now. Got it. Okay. So yeah, again, my name is Chris Jordan Vasquez. Uh, I was born in Oxnard, California, um, 23 years old. I'm actually a military brat, meaning, uh, my dad was in the Navy. So I moved around a lot, lived in, uh, California, Washington, uh, Uruguay, Idaho, Illinois. So got to travel a lot, meet a lot of people, but I ended up somehow uh, finishing high school back in Oxnard and then uh, went to, uh, yeah, went to Oxnard High School, played some basketball there, made a lot of great friends. And then I went to uh, Ventura College, uh, got my associates in studio arts, and then I transferred to Cal State Los Angeles 
where I got my bachelor's in um, graphic design, visual communication. Uh, that was December 2019. So I'm very, uh, not exactly fresh out of college, like some of our, you know, spring uh, 2020 graduates, but shout out to those guys because man, I graduated just in time. You know, I didn't have to go through the, <laughs> the online classes like that. That would have been tough. So if, if you graduated in spring 2020, like, congrats, like that's, that's a big feat right there. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially right now, I give a huge props. And just so you know, bro, it doesn't, I think for this uh, section, we, we're not gonna try to just get people who have been freshly out of college because the mm -hmm. ultimate goal of this is to provide insights and, and uh, education towards people mm -hmm. that are maybe in college or have been out of college and they're trying to see where they can go with their life because oftentimes this whole systematic like um, education that we kind mm -hmm. of been instilled in sometimes we don't know why we're in school so uh, right. you're gonna be the first one to help people out, or I guess not the first one there's some other people that I had in the past but um, right now I did kind of mention your position with uh, mm -hmm. Pablito so with that being said, uh, just can you just kind of describe your role, what you do? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I actually joined the the company Pavlito. Uh, it was at the beginning of 2019. So I was still in school. Uh, I found an ad on Indeed uh, for a graphic design internship. So I was in my last year of school, and I really wanted to to get uh, an internship, some real world experience. Uh, so I, I applied with them. They reached out to me and uh, they, so on my resume, I had some sales experience and design experience. And so uh, it's a startup company, meaning, you know, uh, it's, it's not corporate. So there's no departments, there's no like processes already. It's just a bunch of people with a vision trying to figure it all out. So the, uh, the roles are a little bit mixed. So I joined and at the beginning i was just doing some uh, graphic work so like for their website for social media posts um stuff for clients you know anything that had to do with uh creating graphics or writing copy that was where i kind of started out uh, but it quickly evolved into uh, much more than just the design aspect of it because it was a startup so um, you know, like my title right now is head of sales and marketing, but, uh, frankly, I, I'm like a co-founder, but didn't have to put any money in, if that makes sense. The responsibilities of handling marketing, handling sales, handling, uh, finances, handling legal stuff. Uh, it's a little bit of everything. And that's sort of why, you know, sometimes people get internships, sorry, background noise people get internships and they're only there for a couple of months and then maybe they go out and find something different but i stuck it out with this company uh throughout school and after school because they valued uh, and, and gave me a lot of opportunities to sort of like figure out how to build a company um, so that's why I, I stuck with them um and to touch on what the company is a, a little bit i'll just go through it we're we are a transportation company we started off with uh, providing our own shuttles, drivers, and software. Uh, we have a team in Brazil, uh, there are developers. One of our co-founders, he was from Brazil, so there's a lot of uh, connections out there. And the tech industry in, in Brazil is, is growing very fast. So they were developing the app before I uh, joined, and it was a mobile app for uh, riders, uh, mobile app for drivers, and then a dashboard to oversee operations. So it was, you know, it was everything. And what we did with the shuttle drivers and the software was we were trying to create a new, uh, a new mode of transportation, a new way to commute. Uh, we recognized that uh, public transit just didn't take everywhere, everybody where they needed to go uh, very efficiently sometimes. And then, you know, using Uber and Lyft, those kind of services, using them repeatedly, it's very expensive. So we're, we're trying to fill in that gap. And what we did first was we launched in San Francisco and in Los Angeles, and we partnered with companies that were willing to uh, pay for our services for their employees. So we set up routes, we, we figured out where their employees were coming from, you know, what times they needed to be picked up to go to and from work. And that's how we got started. Yeah.
That's awesome, man. Thanks for uh, giving a little background on that. I actually yeah. have a lot of questions uh, when it comes down to the company, but we're going to try to stick with the post-college side. I'll see if I can reserve some of my questions. And also yeah. because I want to let Jorge, uh, Jorge kind of take over on this side because he has a few questions for you in regards to the post-college side to give a little mm-hmm. insights for any undergraduates or maybe postgraduates. So that being said, take it away, Jorge. Hi, uh, thank you for the introduction, Charles, and it's great to have you, Christopher, um, and, and joining us today and sharing your experience. Um, yeah, so um, tell us a little bit about your your experience in college, as far as like you know choosing graphic design and, and why you went straight into there as a as a major. Got it. So uh, you know, it, it started in high school when you're sort of figuring out you know next steps in life. Um, Coming from a military family, it, honestly, the military was my first choice. And um, I do have to give some credit to uh, a girlfriend and her family at the time. They were involved in school and they kind of showed me the, the opportunities to go into school and how I could actually uh, afford it and make a, a career out of something. So once I decided I was going to school, you know, it, it, the community college route was was uh, perfect for me because it allowed me to, you know, get those credits at super affordable cost, and um, then transfer on to a bigger university. So when I started at the community college level, I knew I wanted to do something with um, graphic design because when I was growing up, I don't know if you guys remember, but YouTube YouTube channels used to be very more customizable, like almost like uh, MySpace, um, but you could customize it a lot. So I was actually making graphics, like backgrounds and, and icons and logos for uh, other small YouTube channels since I was in uh, middle school, like eighth grade. So uh, I was very drawn to those computer programs that Adobe makes, um, and I wanted to kind of pursue that. Oh, and actually in high school, I took some uh, computer program classes and they weren't the coding classes but they did utilize like Adobe programs so I got to say that it was the interest that I had growing up um, and some of the classes that I took in high school that made me make the the first decision to kind of pursue that Um, but I kind of stuck I stuck with it because I saw the opportunities outside of just graphic design. I was able to kind of figure out what a graphic designer actually does, which essentially is visual communication. Uh, and that kind of ties back into to advertising, to marketing, um, to just solving problems. And that's why I, I stuck with it because I knew that uh, in the world that we live in today where you know everything's on a screen, um, there would always be that the need for those kind of skills I was learning. So. So I stuck with it. Nice. So you're able to like choose something in your field that you found different areas that you can capitalize in in your own career. Mm-hmm. Um, walk us through some of your college experience and how did that, how did it go and how did it influence um, now where you're at? Yeah. So um, I'm sure most, you know, freshmen in college and sophomores, uh, we might agree that the, the beginning could be the hardest because you're you're having to take classes that you know you, you don't want to it's those general education classes and it's, it's sometimes it's hard to be motivated through those and then for any you know prerequisite classes you're taking you know the very basic stuff stuff that you might already think you have an understanding for um but you, you know you're forced to do it and looking back on it i i am glad you know because you do come out of it with uh an overall uh, better understanding of when you learn a little bit of everything, it just, it helps you out a lot. So as it relates to design at community college, my uh, associates would studio arts. And that was basically understanding the principles of design. And that goes into, uh, so I took drawing classes and I gotta be honest, I was terrible at drawing. I never drew, I wasn't the kind of kid that sketched uh, a lot and that was a little difficult because the, some of the people in my classes they're just naturals you know it, like a god-given gift like they could draw anything that they see um, so the first semester 
with that, seeing those other people with those natural skills and also the math classes, science classes, it, it was a little hard, but um, looking back on it now, I could see that in just one semester, I was so much better at drawing because I was forced to practice. Um, and I did see the, uh, the, the value in learning the, the principles, you know, what, what the pieces were that would make me a great graphic designer down the road. Like I knew you needed to learn those first uh, few skills, those first principles. So that's why I stuck with it too. Wow, that's amazing. So, you know, you were able to like at least gain some of those skills, right? Those, the drawing mm -hmm. skills and, and build on them, um, mm -hmm. you know, for, furthering forward, moving forward with it. So, mm -hmm. um, so what are some things you did? What are some activities you did in college? Yeah, so in college, um, I gotta say, I, I do regret not being more involved with the like on-campus life. Like even though it, it was a community college, they, there are always events um, that you can go and meet people and participate in, in those things. So uh, I do want to stress that I do, that is a regret of mine. And if I'm talking to, you know, younger people that are in school right now, if you feel antisocial, uh, I encourage you to, to try because it is worth it because it's those connections and experiences that you, you make while you're going to school that will be very useful down the road. It's all about expanding your network while you're young, meeting as many people as you can, because once you graduate, you know, uh, you're not really forced to be around that many people. Uh, but there were some things that I participated in, like uh, art galleries. So for some classes, we would uh, present our projects and, uh, you know, people would come through and we would, we would tell people about our work and, you know, our inspiration. And sometimes there were community projects, like we would paint um, shipping containers for uh, like events. So we, you know, kind of decorate, help decorate a little bit. Um, but then that was a community college level. Uh, at the university level, I did uh, participate in more group stuff. So uh, Adobe actually sponsored some events for our school. Uh, in LA, and there were some competitions that we got to uh, participate in, and it was pretty much, I think, just California schools that um, there were design sprints, basically. So they, they had everybody meet for a couple hours, and they said, okay, we're going to design for a problem. And one of the problems was uh, for uh, undocumented immigrants and how they need more resources uh, for everyday life, you know, the, just getting loans, getting a job, uh, the language barrier problem. So all of that kind of stuff. So we had to design an app that tried to assist these people. So there were a couple different teams and we had, you know, maybe like an hour to sort of jot down our ideas and how we think we can help them. And then we made uh, a simple mobile app and uh, I, my group didn't win, unfortunately, but there were some very cool stuff that came out of that experience. And then for me, you know, being in a, uh, a high paced environment where you got to learn, you got to like make decisions quickly uh, was a good experience as well. Um, but outside of the, the school experiences, you know, I worked a lot. Um, part-time jobs. Sometimes I had two different part-time jobs. And one of the jobs that I had, so I actually used to sell and provide demonstrations for virtual reality headsets. And so I worked inside of a Best Buy for a third party company. I had my own little stand. People would come in, I would tell them about it, show them how to use it, give them a demonstration. And I, I still don't know to this day how I got that job because, you know, in high school, uh, I bagged groceries uh, at the commissary and uh, worked at Subway, uh, worked at Chili. So I did these kind of jobs that just didn't really relate to that field. But that's why it's important to learn how to write a resume, because if you can if you could twist your experience and not make something up, but really highlight 
the skills that you learned in those jobs that don't really have any relevance to the job that you want, I'm a, I'm a testament that somehow I got, I got that job. Uh, and it's because of that job that I landed my first internship. So I was in LA working at a, a Best Buy, pretty wealthy area. And this guy and his son come in and, you know, I talk to them, I, I get, uh, I get them to try out the virtual reality headset. And while this guy's son is trying it out, he's talking to me, you know, we're just chatting. He's learning more about me, what I'm doing in LA, what I'm doing at the store. And I told him I'm a design major. And uh, so this guy, his name is Mario Romano. He's an architect, um, architect designer. So he built beautiful multi-million dollar houses and he was starting a company for 3D printed walls. So uh, it, it was walls that would go through this kind of like conveyor belt and there was just a robot that would etch in designs that he made. Uh, and I, he offered me an internship. He, I just told him that like, yeah, I'm going to school and you know, I have this job for now, but I'm here in LA because it's in a place where, you know, there's opportunities. So maybe I can get into the design field. And it's because of uh, working there and just talking to somebody about what I'm doing, what I want to do. He gave me the chance and I'm forever grateful for that. That was my first internship. I think that was uh, junior. Yeah, it was junior year, uh, right before my senior year. So. So, you know, br bringing all that together, just, you know, obviously your experience and, and connecting and networking with others was very powerful for you. And even post when you were like working various jobs, you, you still networked and you built on your experience so you can put it on your resume, which was great. Um, tell us a little bit about how that influenced um, or how that related to your you meeting Pablo. And how did that influence um, maybe your career, your major and things you're doing now? Yeah, so the um, the Oculus job that I had, that was the piece of my resume that uh, spoke to the, the sales background. Because on my resume, I did point out, you know, how many how many units I was selling. Uh, I want some awards for being a high performing earner for the, the company. And then with that in combination of the design experience, they when I got asked to interview. Um, I'll never forget this. They actually called me a unicorn. And at first I was like, why did they call me a unicorn? But it was because they said it was rare for, you know, somebody in design to have a sales background. And I don't know, I used it to my, to my advantage. So the decisions that I made at the company, and this just goes hand in hand with, with the world of sales and marketing, um, Marketing is determined by sales. You know, you have to listen to your, your salespeople, understand what their the customers are saying, why they're saying no to them, and then why they're saying yes to them. And so then the sales goes to the marketing and gives them the feedback. And so it's a constant like feedback loop that actually influences decisions, uh, design decisions like, you know, um, what kind of campaigns we're gonna run, what's the message that we're saying. Um, so I, I was able to bring in that, that sales experience and the design experience because I was pretty much the only one there working on that side of things. You know, the co-founders had their own responsibilities, but so I put the skills that I, I learned from Oculus on the sales side of things, but on the school side of things, it was more school is always a little bit more theory based and this also kind of goes back to why some students have a hard time uh, being motivated and to finish school because they they might look at somebody who already has a job and they might say like oh yeah you know i don't really learn anything i used in school um, and i remember when i first transferred to cal state la I had a class with a senior and the senior told me that he honestly, he could have just got all the knowledge he could have from uh, YouTube. And that was a little disc uh, like, you know, unmotivating, but I knew that I'd already made it this far. 
So like, why, why would I, why would I stop? So it, it kind of goes back to what attitude you have for the classes that you're taking. You know, you're already there. You're already paying for it. So you got to milk all that information for everything that it's worth. You know, some professors, they will provide you that real world experience because uh, sometimes they're part time. So maybe they'll teach on the side, but then they have that relevant industry uh, job on the other side. And those were the teachers that I gravitated towards. Uh, someone I'm still in contact with today. He uh, was one of the first teachers I had there. And he, he said, you know, I got to teach you some of this stuff, but this is some of the stuff I would think you need to know. So you got to find those professors um, and then, you know, build the connection with them. Uh, but then also pay attention in, in your other classes because there were some basic like theory advertising classes that I still refer back to today when I'm making decisions about campaigns or anything else that I'm, I'm working on. Yeah, that education and that practical experience that you talked about really um, provided you with that insight of what it is to be, you know, productive in, in your specific field. And although you may not have had that practical major experience, you're still able to utilize things you built on your resume and apply it into um, what you're doing now, which is great. So, um, yeah, I'm going to pass it over to Charles now to talk more um, about graphic design. Yeah, actually, um, you know, I my the plan I was going to uh, talk a little about you, but I do have some questions I wanted to and also mention some things that I thought that was really fascinating that you mentioned, Chris. So one of the things that you mentioned was that you stood out, which is why they called you unicorn. It's because you had a sales experience. And then that ultimately allowed them to see that, oh, he's not just a graphic designer who's quiet and creative, but he's also someone with an outgoing design, maybe more ambition. And I wouldn't say than others, but it definitely shows that you were ambitious. And so I just wanted to emphasize that I think when if I was in college, looking back at it now, and I was in Long Beach, if I had just like, sure, communication was dope. It definitely allowed me to communicate. But if I had known what I wanted to do, or at least looked into something to, to kind of test it out, internship was also that going about it in a way where you want to build skills would definitely improve or, or I, I would say even uh, I guess give you a better chance of get landing opportunities so that you stand out which then comes back to what we were what you were talking about when you were in the Oculus uh, internship right um, the guy uh, you said Mario Ramono right mm -hmm. he was he the own was he the one that's the star of uh, Pablito no so that was uh, Pablito was my second internship okay. the, the Mario guy was the my first internship and he was the the architect who was starting his own uh, 3D wall printing uh, Okay, mm -hmm. well, still, regardless, mm -hmm. that, I, I just wanted to, so I think when you mentioned back and when you're in college, you know, I, I think, Jorge, you've been in a community college too, right? Right, so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's what I figured because I remember talking to him. And then um, when I was in community college, I was also highly involved and that allowed the experience to be more fulfilling, but also allowed me to become and to be able to know what I really wanted to do and where I kind of wanted to explore. And, but then I also want to tie back into when I did get to Long Beach, I think it's important to have intentional connections, like involvement. Mm -hmm. Because for me, when I was in Long Beach, yes, I was connected and involved, but I wasn't intentional. <laughs> like I was just doing it just to kind of like have fun because like last year they're like all right cool 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 and then I, I kind of had this idea of what I wanted to do but like that wasn't necessarily after high school I mean college which was interesting and then the last thing that I thought was that was interesting was that yes you, you're right um I think the school lacks the outlet to be able to have the application of this of the knowledge the theory based knowledge that you have that you can apply into the real world and I think you know um, just engaging with the community talking with people networking building relationships finding a way to add value will definitely um, allow you to become more involved and also figure out if you don't know what to do you know so even now even if you're still not in college maybe it's a good time for you to consider what you um what you have great strength in and start leaning towards that so that maybe there is a job that might be specific to that like for me i think uh, i get called all the time for sales 
just because I'm, I'm a great speaker I, I know how to talk I know how to represent myself and I understand the value of adding adding value to customers so uh, I would say most of the time sales companies could be get, get me um, but yeah um, did you have did you want to add anything on that Jorge, before I move on to the next questions I think you covered it really well. I think as a community college student, I think there is less guidance, I feel, from before you transfer to like a, a university. So you kind of have to like get that experience and the hidden curriculum, right? The things they don't tell you is to get internships, get jobs and, and earn skills, right? Those, what are those practical skills you're going to use? I'm not talking about a degree or a certification. I'm talking about leadership skills, mm-hmm. art, yeah. art skills, right? We're talking about um, networking skills. Things are going to move you forward in a specific career, not just this paper bachelor's degree that's going to say that I'm an art person. That's what I'm doing for the rest of my life. And like right. you mentioned, really making those connections and building on it, putting it on your resume, um, because that's what's going to help students once they graduate, be ready to go. There's no sense of like, oh, I don't know what to do after you know, because that does happen with a lot of yeah. people and they're, and they're in debt now mm-hmm. and they, they're, they're working at, you know, a part-time job that, that they have to settle for less, basically. Mm-hmm. And, so, and, yeah. that's, and that's totally fine, too. If you had to start there, that's I did that. I'm not ashamed to admit it, although at first I was. But, like, over time, like, you learn what to be happy with. Um, also, um, since we're in this topic, since we've all been in community colleges, not everybody... There's, there might be in the future who are going to f- complete four year, maybe eight year with masters and everything. Um, let's let's break it down. I, I'm actually curious. What on? What where would you guys say you guys were more professionally involved in the in the college years? More in the community college or more in the um, ca- uh, university? Let's professionally involved uh, what, what do you mean like like involvement not just like you know partying and you know doing mm-hmm. fun stuff but I'm talking about like events that could revolve around your career in the future like where, where would you you, you kind of mentioned that in community college you wish you were more involved right mm-hmm. but in the college you were definitely more involved in that end on yeah I, I think for me it was at the university that I was more involved with like the professional world uh, and it might have been just because it was getting closer mm-hmm. to the time where you know you really have to start thinking like what am I gonna do mm-hmm. um, what do I want to do because you know a lot of people go through uh, through university maybe three four years and they're like man I don't like my major at all uh, luckily that wasn't the case for me but it definitely it's a it's an evolving thing you know, you should always go to school, not only with the goal to graduate, but with the goal to figure out what you enjoy doing. I wish we had this conversation uh, when I was in uh, university, Chris, <laughs> that yeah. my goal was just to graduate. <laughs> yeah, I, and it, my, that was definitely a big goal, but you know, that junior, senior year, you know, you, you the, the, the pressure sets in like, man, it's pressure and freedom at the same time. Like, you know, you're going to have the freedom when you're done with school to really do whatever you want to do, put the experiences and the knowledge that you gain to work. You know, there's very few majors. Uh, I, I'd say maybe there's like some engineering kind of majors, healthcare, where like you are going to school to get this kind of job. Like it's yeah. pretty streamlined, you know, that you get on this, this path that you can't really get off and for the more creative kind of uh, majors that would be like design photography um, you know marketing business um, it's very broad yes it's it's very broad so you do it is constantly changing your your vision for what you're going to do in the future it could change from a single class you could finish that class and be like okay I hate this. Like for me, it was web design. I, when I learned how to code, by the end of that class, I was like, I'm never coding another website. Now, luck, luckily now, you know, not a lot of people code websites. You got Squarespace, you got these Wix builders. But what I what I still look back on, it's like, okay, I learned how to code websites and I learned how to kind of design them in that class. I just decided, all right, I'm only gonna take that that design knowledge about why a home button goes somewhere and you know with what order you put stuff on a website i'm going to use that to my 
to my uh, benefit, not the coding part. Like I still know how to do it, but I'm not interested in that. Right, so it's right. an evolving kind of thing. Yeah, and that's, um, I'm gonna get back to you, George, uh, Jorge. My, my my thing was I actually started off as a marine biology major and my story was that one day I was stressing out, I was running kind of like a business online and I was working at Walmart and I was going full-time school and then I was at a chem class. And I remember studying for it and then the next day the test came up in the middle of the test. I was like, you know what, fuck this. I, gave it to the professor and I said, I'm done. And I, then the next day I dropped out of that class. And and then the next semester I realized, and when I took a comm class, I was like, wow, this is interesting. This is totally mm-hmm. new. So then I leaned yeah. towards that, you know? Right. So I, I thought that was uh, very the interesting. The things that you are interested in, mm-hmm. you, you'll be honest with yourself. Like, you know it's hard, but you, you know that you really want to do it. So you'll get that motivation to just, to do it, even though it's hard. But you got to be honest with yourself. like. Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. So. so, so that brings me to a question, Chris. When you, when you transferred out to uh, Cal State LA, what made you decide that you were gonna be like, hey, you know, I'm gonna take this thing seriously. I'm gonna look for uh, the right uh, opportunities for myself. What what shifted compared to when you were in community college? Yeah. So when I was in community college, um, I had you know I had my major decided. I wanted to major in graphic design. Uh, but it, you know, like I said, it's a very broad major. So I didn't really think about what I wanted to do with it while I was at community college. Cause you're it. still in the early stages learning right. about what you want to do. But at the, um, the university level, when you're, when you're deciding your electives, you know, uh, you do get to choose some electives and, you know, I was reading the descriptions. I was looking up jobs that I thought I wanted at, you know, big companies. I was looking at their uh, responsibilities and what requirements they had and um, kind of comparing it to the class curriculum and what it offered. And that kind of helped me shape uh, my class schedule. Mm -hmm. And then it was also the professors that were telling me like, okay, yeah, some of them were saying that, you know, with learning this, this is how it relates to the real world. And so it's a lot of like, you do have to do a lot of research outside of school and you got to keep up with the times in in whatever industry you think you're going to want to go into. You got to look at like, what skills are people using nowadays? What what programs are they learning how to use? You know, what's going to be obsolete? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like the coding thing, for example, you know, I didn't take another coding class. I could have taken another coding class, but I was looking at it and I was like, this is going to be dead. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to waste my time. It's going to be a dead industry and in that side of things. Like, so it's not going to be useful for me to take it. So yeah. I think at one point coding was definitely uh, more demanded at one point, but now it's like everybody wants to be in it. Like it's, it, it's the whole IT, IT thing, which is interesting. Yeah. So for the design, you don't need coding, but yeah. if you're, I think the coding that's necessary and that's really important to learn today, it's for like those, the engineering, you know, the back when, the back end, the IT networking, like those are the coding languages you want to learn. Like I was learning HTML, CSS. Those are just very basic wow. stuff. Yeah, I'm actually learning a little program. bit about that right now. <laughs> it's interesting. But anyways, uh, with that being said, before I, I kind of have some questions for you, Chris, personally, outside of just your profession and um, past experiences. Uh, Jorge, did, did you have anything you want to add on to uh, the conversation we've been having? Yeah, there's so much, you know, I, I can go on forever, but there's some things that you mentioned that were really, really good. And I think is important to, to kind of highlight. One is for sure um, that um, that snowball effect that you talked about and taking on those opportunities, because one is to know yourself and know your values and know what you're about and why you're going to go into this field because you like it. It feels good, right? Kind of how Charles mentioned, you take a communications class and you freaking rock it, right? And you're taking this other biology class and you're like nah this this is not fun i don't like going into here and it's a lot about understanding yourself what do you what are you really doing here why why are you taking this class and what is the purpose of this and how is this going to move you forward in whatever field you want to go to and number two is now what does the industry even look like what does your research look like 
one is to choose something, but what is the practicalness outside of college and how are you likely to get a job? Cause like you guys are talking about UX design, universal design, all that stuff on the web development, that's obsolete. Now we have link trees and we have links where you can click on it and that's pretty much it. There's less websites. So it's about knowing the industry, knowing the fields, knowing the career, and then choosing a major and building those experience by knowing yourself. Like you mentioned that snowball effect that is not just like, Oh, tomorrow I'm going to be a lawyer. Like, nah, dude, like you're going to have to work very, very hard. You have to understand yourself and build that experience because it does take time, especially in our world. It's not easy. You have and, to work. And Jorge, Jorge would know a lot because uh, he works with a lot of uh, college students and helping them make a better decision, right? Yeah, so. I'm a counselor. So I, I, I'm a, I work with, um, you know, first year students. Students have been incarcerated. Students going in college for the first time. So yeah, a lot of the things you're talking about is golden. It's perfect. Mm. And this is the things that a lot of people, individuals, who are going to go to college that they can do it absolutely it'll supplement your career but you have to inform yourself you have to be an informed consumer just like when you buy a car you know so uh, just I'll to touch on that that first point that you made about you know the, the decisions like when you go through a class it kind of influences the the next set of classes that you're going to take to kind of tie that into the, the post-college you know when you're in the workforce it, you can't be you can't settle like let's say you land a job right out of college you know it you still have to have that same mentality that like where you do know your value you do know what you want to do so you can't be afraid to you know make a leap in another another job another industry um you know I, i've always i've always thought that the best time to look for a job is when you have a job even if it's a good job if you're not happy you know put your head down grind a little bit you do that nine to five but then you're spending that six to ten researching like okay i don't like doing this so what is it that i do like mm -hmm. and maybe you can find something else that you like yeah. that ties into what you learned in school and maybe maybe you don't maybe you take some online classes like skillshare or youtube like yeah. it, it's really just it's constantly evolving and then reevaluating your situation in life, like, okay, am I happy doing what I'm doing? Exactly. So, and just keep, it's that same process just over and over again. Exactly. Well said. well said, guys. That's absolutely, good. absolutely. And it's Perfect. dynamic, just like humans, it'll change and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Well, yes, I just absolutely uh, pressed it on that conversation. So with that being said, like I said, um, Chris was also the one who helped me with my graphic design for On The Go Voice after two attempts. So I was able to reach out to them and made a really great brand. So uh, let's let's dive in into a little about you, Chris. Uh, what do you, what what do you do outside of working? I, I know right now with whole COVID, right? Uh, there's you, you're not working right now, but um, on the side, what what is it that you do that that you also you know do on the side? Uh, so yeah, on the side, uh, I mean I'm a I'm an active kind of guy, so I play sports, work out whenever I can. Uh, actually, right now during COVID, I'm in Idaho. Uh, okay. This is—I used to live here a little bit. It's where my mom lives, uh, so I had some childhood friends. And you know, when LA shut down, and uh, I actually moved to an apartment in Hollywood, right next to um, what's the hike called? Shoot, Hacienda. I can't it's a—it's a hike. It's like. Okay. Hike? It's a super famous hiking trail. It's like right in the heart of Hollywood. I can't remember the name of it. Shoot, but anyways, you have like dogs there. coming up there. You can have can't have dogs up there. I feel like I, I feel like I've been there. <laughs> if, if if you just look up like any Instagram influencer guy or girl, like they have a picture on. That yeah, it's on the trail. other side. I, ha I have a picture and of me doing a handstand there. I think. Yeah, so I moved <laughs> to this apartment where I could literally just walk to that hiking trail. And then they shut it down. You know, the beaches were shut down. So I was like, okay, uh, I'm stuck in my apartment. Uh, I can't really do anything. So I quarantined myself for like 14 days just to make sure, you know, I was good. And then I got in my car, I drove up here. And uh, yeah, so I've been spending my time with family, uh, which is something that, man, I really value a lot. Cause like living on your own in a city where you don't really know anybody, uh, you know, you're 
currently stressed, working, going to school. Like the family was, you know, my lifeline. I was able to call them when I was stressed. And so now I've been able to spend a lot of time with them and uh, I'm the oldest. So I have younger siblings and just being able to, you know, give them advice, trying to tell, steer them in the right direction. Like, hey, uh, I did this. I made this decision and I really screwed up. So don't do that. <laughs> but of sure. course, you know, sometimes you got to learn, learn, learn the hard way. But yeah. besides that, um, right. So like Pablito, we're not operating right now because our, our job, our service was taking people to work. Mm -hmm. And the companies that we were partnered with, they are, you know, working from home. So we, I'm still optimistic, though, because eventually some people will go back to work. Uh, and they've already told us themselves that like, you know, we're still, we still have a, a contract agreement. It's just kind of pushing the dates further out. So I, I still am really busy with the Pablito side of things because I'm learning, I'm trying to figure out how we as a, a company and our industry are going to adapt to the new world we're going to be living in. You know, I don't know what it looks like, you know, when it's all said and done. You know, is everybody going to need the vaccine? Is there constantly going to be testing? Like I, those are the things I'm figuring out and trying to bring into our, our business. Um, and then besides that, you know, uh, keeping up a connection with people, you know, like you, uh, you know, helping people out every chance I get, uh, I do some consulting. So whether I'm actually making the designs myself or I'm connecting people with designers that do it a better style than I do, or, um, you know, I've, I've helped some YouTubers find them motion graphic designers that I knew uh, to work on projects together. You know, I help real estate agent people with their listings. So it's just constant like networking, talking to people, catching up with them, seeing what they're up to, what they need help with that maybe I can help with. Keeps me busy, sure. Cool. No, well, thanks for sharing that, man. Uh, it's it's great to know that you're spending some good time, quality time out there in Idaho with your family and as well hustling on the side. Love that, mm -hmm. especially uh, with you. I and mean, just still compliment on his work for anybody listening. Like he does a really great job for graphic designs as well. Um, you literally have it formalized. I was like, bro, I was not expecting this. And when I was building my website, I literally used all of the color codes that you had mm -hmm. out there. So I was like, all right, cool. I can take this and that. So mm -hmm. I thought it was really cool. Uh, but with that being said, I'm going to pass it on to Jorge to kind of uh, finish it off and talk about what he has to say. Yeah, uh, just, you know, be before we, we close, um, you know, what are what are your future plans? You know, what's what's going on for you in the future, Christopher? Yeah, so, you know, future plans, I, I got to say, they, they haven't really changed, even with the, the coronavirus thing. Um, you know, personally, I, I've looked at the short term goals that I had at the beginning of the year, you know, those are done. Like it's not much you can do, but the long term, I, I think it's still there. And what I want to do is um, I'll create another company. No matter what happens to Pablito, you know, the, the experiences that I'm, I'm having right now, building this company, you know, that's why I've stuck with them for, you know, almost, almost two years now, you know, as I'm learning how to build a company. Um, and then also, maybe continue consulting, um, helping other people out, build their businesses up. That's, that's what, you know, I, I enjoy doing and what I will continue to pursue. Cause I know that there's always going to be a need for, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, people that want to start up their own business. It, it can be a little intimidating. You know, you, you need to learn a lot. And this is what I learned at Pablito. Like, you got to learn, especially in California, you got to learn all of the permits and everything that you need. You need to figure out your, your taxes, uh, then the marketing side of things, your sales strategy. So now that I have an, an experience with that, you know, down the road, I want to find those people that are passionate about something that just need some, need some help covering those other bases that they're just too busy to, to do. So that's where I see myself in the future. Where I'm going to live, I don't know. You know, shout out to the internet. Like I can work from anywhere in the world right now. So we'll see. That's very true. That's very true. Um, and that's good. I mean, you're, you're planning out, you're already understanding what, what works best for you and your skill set and how you can be value to, to someone else. 
Um, but yeah, I want to ask, you know, you know, for our, our college listeners, any any last piece of advice, anything you would give yourself, your past self, or maybe someone who's going into college for the first time, any last words for them? Um, you can give. Yeah. So, you know, if I could tell my younger self or you know other freshmen, uh, it's to make the most out of your, you know, what you're paying for. Uh, make the most out of your your current job you know like we've all been there you know we've all been in jobs we don't want to work we've all taken classes that we don't want to take but it's your attitude and how you approach every single day like are you sitting there dreading that you have to do it or are you going to look for the opportunities to take something from what you're doing and you know apply it to the future and then that goes into you know, being friendly to everybody. Being friendly is the easiest way to build a network. Like genuinely asking somebody how's their day, what they've been up to lately, um, and you know, keeping up with people, checking in, you know, you don't always have to ask for something, you could just see how they're doing. Um, and also, yeah, so number one, you know, make, make adva- take advantage of where you're at. Even if it's not where you wanna be, try to make the most of every single day uh, number two, I'd say it's the network, you know, continue to build your network up. Uh, and number three, like the little things people talk about all the time, little things add up, you know, it, making incremental changes in your life. Those little things that you do will add up in the long run. So like, you know, getting 30 minutes of exercise a day, writing down what you're grateful for, like it's things that when you're very stressed and you, you're you know depressed or something and people are telling you or you're seeing online like this is what's helped people your first thought is to look at it like man that's not gonna do anything but like just try it and you'll be surprised it will help thank you chris that was really great um really really good advice practical advice for for new college students so where can we where can you be found where what where, where can the, your services be found for your for you yeah, so let me double check my Instagram. Uh, yeah, so Instagram away. at Chris Jordan Vaz. That's uh, Chris Jordan V A Z. Um, that's pretty much all I have right now. I do have a personal website I'm working on, but other than that, go to www.pablito.com. You know, connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, my username on LinkedIn. You know, if you connect with me on LinkedIn and you say, I saw you on uh, on the Go Voice podcast, I promise you I will connect back. I'll, you know, g- give you a referral or something. Like if you see somebody in my connections that you want to meet, you want to learn something from, like I'll, I will hook it up. Like that's, that's how you do it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for now, for now. Cool. Perfect. Thanks for sharing that, Chris. Uh, we're, we're glad that you had we had you on here to share about your experience for our August issue. And uh, for anybody listening, and uh, by the way, Jorge, thanks for uh, co-hosting, our new co-host for this uh, section. Um, for anybody listening, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next month's issue for the post-college section. Have a great rest of your day, guys.